Hello and welcome to the first full episode of the VMware Cloud Economics Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Roth, the head of business unit Cloud Economics at VMware. Today, I want to give you a brief overview to frame the rest of our series on cloud economics and tell you what exactly cloud economics is. We have slides associated with this talk track, and you'll see them in the show notes. First, what is cloud economics and why do we want to talk about it? Well, economics is the study of human behavior. It's the study of how people make decisions, most normally in a cloud economics or in an economics point of view. Classical economics was founded in about 1776 with the publication of Wealth of Nations by Adam Smith. In classical economics, there's this notion of homo economicus that makes rational decisions based on data and that the rational economic actor seeks to maximize value on every decision and that they update these decisions with new information. And this is the way economics progressed through 250 years until March of 1979, and a paper was published in a journal by two Israeli psychologists that pointed out what we all knew instinctively, that human beings make mistakes. The two psychologists were Danny Kahneman and Amos Tversky, and they're really the fathers of behavioral economics. They laid the base that others, like Richard Thaler, actually then went on to develop. The fundamental notion is what we all know from our study of classical economics. Human beings make mistakes. They often have biases and blind spots, which lead them to suboptimal decisions. And the context matters. Why is this important? Because what I'm going to do is talk to you about how this works in terms of the cloud. A lot of what I'm using here comes from the book, The Undoing Project by Michael Lewis. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. Now, when I talk about it, it's always in terms of the VMware cloud. We'll have a link in the show notes as a pointer to VMware cloud, but just know that we are the industry-leading multi-cloud platform for all applications, one consistent platform across all of the hyperscalers and more. Now, let's move on and talk about cloud decisions. When someone makes a decision to move to the cloud, they typically are either enamored of the technology and or think that there are better economics. Well, let's look at some of the decisions that people make and some of the main blind spots and biases that people have. First, they have a success bias. And that primarily comes from the fact that almost always when people make cloud decisions, they underestimate the amount of rework and refactoring that it takes. We have an IDC survey, which we'll mention in the show notes, which shows that when you use a unified platform like VMware Cloud, that you actually have 57% lower costs of migration. Look, if you're already on VMware and you want to move to the cloud, we're the fastest way to get you there because it's the same platform. It becomes a simple vMotion. Now, I'm not making this up. We actually have customers who will vouch for us. I'm thinking of an online gaming firm that actually moved 2,000 VMs in a weekend. The second big bias is that people don't understand switching costs and the switching costs involved with training. So it's important to understand that if you move to a new public cloud, there's a whole new set of APIs, a whole new way of working. You'll have to train your team on that. That training is lost productivity. That training costs money. How does that affect the economic equation? Moreover, how is the hiring in your territory for this particular cloud? Something you need to consider. We had a major film studio who said, look, hey, no training required. We already know VMware and frankly, VMware Cloud on AWS or any of the other platforms is really just VMware that we know and love on somebody else's hardware. 
The third is really an assessment of risk relative to lock-in. If I move to a new platform that has its own API set, I'm stuck on that API set. If I look at a cloud like VMware Cloud, what I have is a consistent platform across all hyperscalers, and therefore I'm not locked in. If I attempt to move to the cloud and it fails, I can repatriate my applications. If I want to move to one hyperscaler, but see a better deal on another hyperscaler, and it's got that VMware Cloud surface on it, I can move to it easily. I'm thinking in this IDC report of a statistic that says we're 59% less staff time to migrate. Why is that? Because you're moving to the same platform. And that 59% staff time can make a huge difference when you're on a tight schedule. I'm thinking of a school district which said, you know, this kind of flexibility in being able to migrate anywhere really opens up options. During COVID, they had to ramp up thousands of virtual desktops overnight, and they were able to do it, push some out to the cloud when the crisis passed, move them back into their online data center or their uh, on-site data center. And that really gave them the option to deliver on their mission. Finally, and one of the most overlooked economic advantages is the benefits you get in improvements of cost of operations. The IDC study I referenced before actually showed that of a survey of 10 of VMware's largest customers, that 83% less downtime was experienced. Moreover, what's amazing is that one of the main burdens of using a virtualized platform is updates and upgrades. We've taken that away because we do that for you. But more importantly, it is the same vSphere you know and love. We had a law firm which said, look, I still have full control. When I look to these data centers, it still feels like my data center. Now, this is the fundamental case for cloud economics and how you should think about how you move. The key thing is be aware of your blind spots, be aware of your biases. Make sure you factor in the switching cost because it's the switching cost in other words, not just the acquisition cost of I buy 10 VMs here or I buy two hosts here, but rather that plus what's it going to take me to move? How long will it take? And what is the cost of that move? Now, how can I get an analysis and how can I learn something like that? Well, the first thing you can do is go to vmctco.vmware.com. It's an online tool that you can build your own TCO to see how it works for you. Now, if you have questions, you can always drop me a line at broth at vmware.com or email the whole team at vmc-econ-submissions at vmware.com. Let us know what you're looking for and we can build a model for you and show you how we can save you money by moving to VMware Cloud and doing it the right way and doing it the way that's best for you. So... For all of us here at VMware, this is Bill Roth with the VMware Cloud Economics Podcast saying, see you next time.